Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very grateful you've chosen to put me in your earbuds today. Please do hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything and do leave me a review. I love, love, love reading them and it really helps me get found by other people who need to hear what I share. I'd also love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. Are you stuck in a drama triangle? Recently, there have been a lot of people asking me about difficult relationships and how to handle them and how to stop feeling drained by them with friends, families, significant otters, employees and clients all in relation to their business. I see it in groups I'm in, from clients. I literally see it everywhere at the moment. And I was emailed recently by a lovely listener who also prompted this episode around something similar. So also, According to good old Google Analytics, month after month, one of the key reasons that people actually find me is they're Googling this problem and they find me through a blog about how to handle it when your friends and family don't support your business. And you can go back to that episode whenever you like. Um, A lot of it is down to communication, purely down to communication and an understanding of communication and how we communicate with each other, along with all the other things that, that I talk about in terms of unconscious programming and all of that good stuff. So it's down to the information that we delete, distort our own assumptions, the way we mind read each other and hear what we think we're hearing, which is often not what is actually being said. So we make the words and physiology mean something that often they don't. Essentially, you cannot not communicate. One of the presuppositions of NLP is the meaning and outcome of communication is in the response you get. Now, what this means is people respond to what they think you said, not necessarily what you actually said. And that's down to the way that you communicate. So you always know that you're communicating well when they take from it what you actually said. It's also everyone reacting in the only way they know how to their own unconscious programming belief and belief systems. So the thing is, we're not taught a lot of the things I'm going to talk to you about. We all just go around reacting to each other all the time, often not knowing where the hell it came from or why can't people just do or be X, Y, and Z. You know, it's frustrating, right? Stressful, there's no need. Now, another of the presuppositions of NLP is that people are always just trying to do the best they can with the resources they have. And the way that they behave is based on the best possible choice available for them in that moment. And it always has a positive intent for them. So this is what I'm talking about when I talk about empathy over anger in certain situations and being able to reframe. However, there are a few situations we can change for ourselves with just a little bit of knowledge. As I'm always saying, 
awareness is the first key to change. So when you can become aware in certain situations instead of reaction mode, you can shift them around at that moment. You can't choose your first reaction to something, but you can always choose your second. There is a big piece around responsibility here too. You can only be responsible for yourself, but be 100% responsible. Own your responsibility in whatever is happening, whether you do it at the time or after, just own your responsibility. That doesn't mean blame or beat yourself up in any way. It's just taking a step back and thinking, okay, what's my part here? Where can I change my own behavior to make a difference and have a better outcome? Yeah, we often don't want to because it's really easy to think it is. And to be fair, we want it to be the other person's fault. So it requires a level of humility and honesty. But it's important to understand a few fundamentals of how we take in the external event, or in this case, the communication from someone else. And we filter the information that comes through in a number of ways. We do this because our minds, we simply can't take on the sheer volume of information. It would be sensory overload. So our minds have a way of filtering out the key information. And we have already set the parameters of those filters through our own experiences and also things that other people, so primary caregivers, the givers, the media, etc., friends, have taught us since we were teeny tiny. So essentially, you're letting a kid run the show. <laughs> so much of this is going to tie back in really really nicely to things that I've taught in other episodes and hopefully you'll start to see how it all links together so firstly we delete things <laughs> we delete information based on our own maps of the world and what makes sense to us essentially just think of it as that selective hearing yeah so people may have said something to us but literally our mind just haven't allowed us to hear it next we distort what we're hearing and the experience itself. So this is where we think something is one way, but it could very well be another. For example, you could think someone is rolling their eyes at you, but in reality, they just looked at something across the room. You could swear blind it was an almighty eye roll, but it wasn't. And so you can see how the conflict can escalate. Or you sense a tone that wasn't there, or think you heard them say something that actually they didn't. We do this all the time. And next we generalize. So this is where we will use things like always and never in our language. Something may have happened once or twice, but then we generalize it out to everything. For example, you never take the bins out. It's probably not true in reality, but we really think it is until it's challenged, right? <laughs> so we filter conversations through our own values and belief systems, what's important to us and what we believe to be true, what we believe is good, bad, right or wrong. Because the way we look at things is not always how other people do. It's often not how other people do. Then we use language to actually attach meaning and to make sense of what's going on. Our brain is always trying to make sense of things. So you can see how a lot of assumptions get made. We essentially are mind reading other people based on all of these things that we're doing unconsciously. So knowing this can actually allow us to take a step back and work out if what we're thinking or believing is actually true or not. So I have a couple of helpful models that may help illustrate how we communicate and how we can actually start making a change. Because we don't need to stay in this situation, do we? It's annoying, it's exhausting, and nothing seems to change, and it's frustrating. And I promise I won't get too technical, so you can actually go and practically apply it. I want to talk a little bit to you about the basics of Cartman's drama triangle. 
no drama llama it's essentially a model of human interaction specifically applied to any sort of conflict so in the drama triangle you have three roles the victim now for clarification this is someone who feels like a victim like a victim not necessarily an actual victim then you have the rescuer and you have the persecutor the victim is coming at it from a poor me mentality you know powerless oppressed feeling stuck in a negative situation that they believe they have no responsibility in and have no power in now the victim will seek out a rescuer so they can take the responsibility away from themselves but they will also seek out a persecutor as being pers you know as being persecuted actually reinforces their own negative unconscious beliefs about themselves and then you have the persecutor they think they all they have all the power in the situation like they are controlling they blame they take a position of authority and then you have the rescuer who comes from a place of very good intentions but also takes the power away from the victim essentially they're an enabler so it really doesn't help the victim in the long run they don't actually empower the victim to get out of the situation now you can switch between all three roles and each role is always having their unconscious needs met and you can see when people start to say that we attract certain people into our lives you can see now how it actually starts to happen so the unconscious need that could be the need to be right the need to be powerless or the need to rescue which will all serve to reinforce their unconscious beliefs and identity around themselves now all three roles need each other and this is the key bit everyone involved gets a positive payback of some sort the rescuer and the victim can end up creating codependency because they really really each need each other so often the rescuer unconsciously tries to keep the victim where they are because it validates their need to be needed and the victim is happy to stay there because it validates their need to be rescued and not take responsibility and then they get taken care of yeah to keep the drama triangle going all three roles need to stay in it but the gloriousness is when you understand this to stop the drama triangle one person just has to decide to leave and then actually do it they have to become aware of what has been unconsciously going on and make a conscious choice to leave and stop giving the other roles their positive payback so for the persecutor to leave they need to be able to find empathy for the victim and be honest about the role that they've been playing for the rescuer to leave they have to be honest about the part that they've been playing and distance themselves from the situation because let's be honest it's nothing to do with them anyway <laughs> and then for the victim to leave they need to empower themselves take responsibility and most importantly want to quit the triangle because if they don't want to all that will happen if someone else leaves they will just find another person to fulfill whichever role that is and then transactional analysis of which the drama triangle is a part of it talks of the three ego states so parent child and adult and again an understanding of this really helps to create the awareness that allows you to take a step back and make a different conscious choice can you see a pattern here <laughs> each ego state has positive and negative traits so for example the positives of parent state are it's very nurturing, responsible, gentle, encouraging, loving, supportive, protective, kind, warm and empowering, you know, among many different ones. And the negatives might be bossy, critical, domineering, condescending, controlling, nagging, suffocating, fault finding and smothering. 
And then the positives to a child state might be curiosity, spontaneity, adventurous, uh, joyful, creative, fearless, uninhibited, open-minded, non-judgmental and enthusiastic. Whereas the negatives might be along the lines of immature, needy, whining, sulky, selfish, stubborn, demanding, irresponsible, unreasonable, the odd tantrum here and there, <laughs> annoying and potentially even manipulative. Now the adult state draws on the positives of both. When you can approach things from an adult state, it's about responding and not reacting. Usually in conflict, you have one person in parent and one person in child. You know, it's, it's rare that you have parent to parent, child to child, but you can do. All of these things are noticeable in our body language, our gut response, our intonation and how we say things. And ultimately, this all forms our actions. And when you can meet each other, both in an adult state, you can create a far better outcome for both people involved. Adult state allows you to gain perspective and reframe. And it's just like taking that breath, making the unconscious conscious. Yeah, you're both conscious and aware and able to make better choices and take responsibility. It's really, really also helpful to talk briefly here about cause and effect when it comes to communication too. So when you're at effect, you have all the fun stuff that takes the power away from you. Excuses, reasons, blame, playing the victim. And you can really, really see how being there takes away all your power. You're essentially not seeing the correlation between you and the pattern of behavior. It's all about the external influences. However, when you're at cause, you get all that power back. This is how you change behavior. You know, you focus on own and take responsibility for your part and your behavior. And then genuinely watch how your changes change the people around you. It's genuinely magic stuff. So where are you right now at cause or effect? Where are you not taking responsibility where you could? Remember, it's not about blame being wrong or fault it's about seeing your part no matter how small it could be tiny but there'll be something it's understanding how you perhaps could have contributed to creating a situation or causing a reaction that may not have happened if you were consciously aware of your behavior or language again not about blame this is all or us overcoming our egos us overcoming unconscious programming it's hard right but people don't have all this knowledge it's understanding these really do allow you to take back power and approach difficult communications and, rela and relationships differently. It can help you create empathy or understanding for the other people involved instead of just being angry and frustrated. You know, it can help you reframe or reassess what's really going on and take a lot of that raw emotion out of it. So where are you in your own little drama triangle? You know, where are you in parent or child state where you could try and shift into adult? This has kind of just been a really brief introduction for you. And if you want to delve deeper, do any research into transactional analysis. There are tons of books and studies on the subject, but hopefully you can see how easy it is for us to get into these situations. We're all just reacting. We're all just doing the best with what we have right now. And the only way that we can change things is to change ourselves first. So. 
if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself, then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, I work with people one-on-one and through my proactive pants mastermind. So stop waiting for if and when and decide to change things now because you can. And as always, I hope that was helpful. So any questions, just let me know. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye.